ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Free State Podcast. Uh, you have me, one of your co-hosts, along with Doug, the other co-host, and we have the third and final co-host of the Free State Podcast. Let's bring him on right now. Scott. What is Scotty. going on, Scott? Hi, gentlemen. How are you? Good. The man, so, uh, man right here. So you got a, we got a, a triple threat now on the Free State Podcast. Um, Scott, tell us a, a little little bit quick about yourself, and then we'll get right into the show. Oh, man. Um, about me. me. on the spot. Yeah. Um, I guess, I don't know. How did I meet you guys? I've known you guys for maybe about a year now, being involved with Libertarian Party here in Maryland. Um, for that, uh, you know, I've lived in Maryland my whole life. I uh, went to University of Maryland, did computer science, so I'm a computer programmer by trade um like to homebrew beer drink some of my own homebrew so cheers scott's scott's got some good good beer at home yeah all right cool well um well let's get into it uh we have an awesome guest tonight um i've been if you're followed the twitter page i've been promoting him more than any episode i've done thus far um so i'm excited for this guest and i'm gonna uh I'm going to share a, uh, a little clip of his from his YouTube page before I bring him on. So uh, let's do that real quick. Oh, yeah. But sir, send somebody here before something pop off up in here on the real tip. I don't understand what this whole disturbance right now. But please de escalate and calm down. It's closed. Uniform officers made contact with me, and I didn't call or ask for any of y'all's help. All this free help you have. I don't want any of it. I said I don't want it. I've asked you to be away from me. Why am I here? I've explained it six times. You want it? 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 You legally cannot videotape me without my consent, sir. That is why. You think so? Yeah, legally. Okay. What what law is that? Um, you. I have a ton of lawyer friends, and that's why. They're all playing checkers, and I'm just playing three D chess. I'm not here to speak to the council, but rather the citizens of this city and try in an attempt to enlighten them. Enlighten them to the fact that this city is run by a kangaroo council full of people with egos that are too big for their own bodies. In which, in which way did they describe me? Was I at least handsome they when describe they described me? I didn't ask them. They say, <laughs> they say the most handsome auditor in the entire world? I did not say that. So let's bring in our guest. Terrence, a.k.a. the Annapolis Auditor. Terrence, what's going on, brother? How you doing, guys? Good, good. So uh, let's get uh, let's get right into the nitty-gritty of it. I guess the, the one 
question that I do have planned is uh, what made you want to do this? What made you want to get into this into this? Because I've thought about it myself, but uh, honestly, I don't have the, the, the balls that you do to do it. Um, so what started was ooh, somebody's beating by. Uh, what started was the local police union or police union, uh, police department down here, the Maryland Capitol Police Department of General Services. They handle like district courts of Maryland. That is who uh, the police force there is. They have a department down here in Annapolis on uh, Calvert Street. And I had gone to the district court for a court uh, appearance, attempted to go inside, was accosted about wearing a mask, went and got a mask, came back, and then was asked to answer a set of really weird medical questions, uh, also including if I was vaccinated, who gave it to me, and when I had gotten it by the court bailiff at the front. And I said, I really don't want to answer any medical questions. I don't have COVID. I put the mask on. I would like to just go through the walkway well i'm ultimately shoved out of the building by like four of them and uh a dgs police officer shows up and actually i don't think he showed up the first time i think i ended up just leaving but i do come back two days later for uh a different court appearance or to file paperwork actually it was uh a quash motion because i obviously got an fta warrant for not being allowed in the building to go to my court date two days earlier so i go there to drop off the quash motion and the same thing happens. I wear the mask from the get-go, and they just go into the whole, like, we need to know who gave you the vaccine, when you were vaccinated, this, that, and third. And it's like, they wanted my name, uh, shoe size, birth date, favorite dinosaur, and Chick-fil-A order, basically. Everything short of my social security number. And I was like, again, look, I, I'm not here to answer any questions. I'm going to go to the security and just remain silent and go about my business. And that was not okay. I was assaulted again pushed out of the building by multiple uh, bailiffs and approached by a DGS officer. Now, before going to the courthouse this day, I actually called DGS and spoke with a Lieutenant Chadwick, asked him, hey, listen, man, I have a problem. This is what's going on. This is what I'm trying to do. Do you have any insight? Can you offer any information? He tells me to... He doesn't tell me to go there. He tells me to like contact their superiors, da da da. And I'm like, no, 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 I need to go there and file my business. And he's like, no, you can't go there. You shouldn't go there. And it's like, just the weirdest shit. So I go there anyway. I'm like, okay, he was absolutely no help. I go. So everything happens. His uh, underling shows up. And the first thing he says is, hey, man, you got to have a mask on out here. As I'm standing outside on the sidewalk at this point, I'm like, well, I'm outside on the public sidewalk. I have to wear a mask here. So, like, we start to converse for a minute, and a few more DGS police officers show up. They end up just, like, harassing with me, telling me they're going to trespass me, blah, blah, blah. It's one of my, like, I think the third or fourth video I put out, but it was the first thing that I had ever, like, videotaped because I was like, this is getting out of control right now. So, uh, after a few choice words, him realizing that him telling me I had to be a 1,000 feet from the courthouse was somehow a law or I can be trespassed, uh, was bullshit. He like pulled his cuffs out and was like tapping him in his hands. And I was like, sir, I, I implore you to arrest me while standing on a public sidewalk, you know, a hundred yards from the courthouse. Uh, he doesn't obviously cause he's smart. So I leave, I get in my car, I go across the street to a parking lot where there's like a Chinese restaurant. And then also like a couple of the stores. 
I order food, I wait for it, come out, go into Walgreens, grab some supplies for my dog who had a wound at the time, come out. Where the fuck is my car at? What's going on here? I think my car is stolen. So I contact Annapolis City Police to file a missing vehicle report. Well, the whole time the officer had followed me and had my car towed while I was in the restaurant getting food. So when I find this information out, they're now fucking with me because they know that I have a warrant from the first incident two days ago. They want me to come down there, identify myself, show the title of the car and my ID so I can get my car released, a.k.a. they can arrest me for the active warrant that I have. And I'm not dumb enough to do that. So I get the warrant quashed. Then I go down there to get the information. They give it to me. It's a series of he took the tags off of my car. He lied and said it was on district court property when it wasn't. Luckily, the towing company was truthful and said where it really was. Um, and I had receipts from both of those locations at the same time. Smart for me to keep that. So I try and file a complaint on him. The captain's really weird about it. She's being a butthead. The lieutenant, uh, a different one, Donaldson, ultimately takes my complaint and is like, uh, you're not going to put your name and address and phone number. We're, we're probably not going to take this. We're, we're, it's probably not going to go anywhere. That's kind of weird. So he gives it to me, takes that, doesn't stamp it as received. I go home, file another complaint for the way he treated me when I came out to get the information about my tags. He was just like a big dickhead and like threatened to arrest me. Da, da, da. So I asked for another complaint form. Well, it's him that I'm asking for the complaint form from, and he doesn't want me to file it. So he tells me I have to leave the building. He trespasses me. I'm out on the sidewalk and they end up arresting me and say that I came back onto the property and approached one of the officers, but I'm wearing a body camera the whole time. So like you see that I don't go back on the property. They charged me for telephone misuse because when I called to leave a voicemail to the captain, no, you can't leave a voicemail. Stop calling here. That's not legal and lawful business. This is misusing the telephone. I'm like, sir, I'm just asking to have someone that's not the person the complaint is on to take it or let me just leave a voicemail to the captain. I'm like, I don't see what the issue is. So they end up coming out and like tackling me, uh, arresting me for that. Da, 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 da. It's like a month later. I get back down there to file a complaint for that incident and also have the one that I went to drop off before filled out. And this is where the police chief ultimately comes down and arrests me and says that I'm banned from state property. I've been told not to come to a public lobby and that filing a grievance against the police officer on their form is not legal and lawful business. And I was like, Holy shit, this is crazy. So I went to create a YouTube channel and post it up there. And you know how like Google is. It tracks everything that you say or talk or do. And it started to recommend First Amendment audits to me on Facebook and like in certain ads. And I watched one. The first video was uh, Paul Unslaved, a dude from, hmm, I think, Colorado. And he basically like, he had asserted that the Supreme Court follows Black's Law's Dictionary. It defines driving as commerce, da-da-da. He didn't need a driver's license or registration on his car. The cop actually lets him go. That was bold move, Cotton, and it worked. So I was like, man, this is crazy. It led me into other videos where people were just getting messed with, not in the same way I was, but uh, very, like, 
similar situations or it might be a different situation, but they're getting fucked with. And you know what I mean? Just unlawfully and unreasonably. And I was like, man, something's got to be done about this. Like other people are taking a stand and trying to expose this and fight for equality of people. And I wanted to do the same. So I had started by posting those two videos um, and an interaction I had with Annapolis city police department and trying to file a complaint down there and them freaking out about a mask and this and that while they weren't wearing masks. Yeah, it was just very weird. So um, it kind of got a little bit of traction and I think, you know, people uh, kind of gravitate towards like wanting to see something that is like for the good. And that's what sucks too, is I know a lot of auditors like go out there to try to instigate stuff to cause drama but like I tell people all the time, man, we're all playing this video game called life, whatever NPC or character you choose to play, the police officer, the judge, the asshole with the camera or like the janitor at the McDonald's. We're all playing this game called life together, brother. And we need to have more co-op missions and less versus battles. And I think the game would go smoother. So I, I try to bridge the gap and just like show the ignorance in their actions while also trying to be like, come on, man, this could be an easy interaction. Like what is wrong with, you know what I mean? So yeah, that's something I've, that's something I've noticed that. in your videos is that like you, you're not, you don't instigate, like you, you're, you just go in and try to do lawful things and, you know, pretty much make these public servants do their jobs. And they like to give you a hard time, like a really hard time. Yeah. Um, it, and it's like, uh, like I was watching the video uh, today when you went to the polling location during early voting and one of the judges busted your head open when he slammed you against the wall. I mean, like it's it's so obvious that you're not doing anything wrong. You're not in the building. It's not your fault that you can see inside of the building from standing outside of it. Exactly. And, and they and they take it as um, like a like a threat. Like it's almost like it's almost like these people um like are so indoctrinated with with government bullshit that they can't even like think rationally when it comes to these situations. Yeah, they get just the tiniest bit of power, and that's it. Right. Um, they they think the authority to sign someone in gives them the ability to like assault people and trespass people and just like go above the law. So, but uh, not everybody's bad. They're not all right. bad. I, I another one is uh, when you were in uh, you were in one of the southern counties and you went into uh, like a local like health um building. I can't remember what the building was actually called. And this lady was nice as could be. She helped you move things around so you yeah. get a better picture of the sign. And you you like gave her like a Starbucks gift card or something like that. Yeah. Miss Brenda but, at the Charles County Health Department building. Yes, Miss Brenda. The world definitely needs more Miss Brenda's. Yes. Uh, um, like so what do you think is what causes people to get so like pissed off at you just for you know, not not even like trying like some of these auditors it's obvious that they're trying to instigate trying to get a rise so they can you know audit thing like do a first amendment audit like what do you think really sets these people off to where you're just like like when you were trying to find uh file i can't remember what the actual name of the paperwork was at uh at anarona county uh police when you were trying to get uh the information it was just a video um yep. 
and and these the women behind the desk and and I in the video you say you know that you have a good relationship with these women now but like what what do you think like set them off in such a way that they made you wait 30 minutes and you know six cops later to come into the building to get your copy of a single piece of paper like what do you think like goes through people's heads or makes them like act so irrationally towards you um i think people are just like weirded out by the being filmed now they don't take into like account that there's cameras watching them that i could come in their request on the same form that they're handing to me and they're just so worried about what might be done with the video that they don't stop to think that hey this isn't public it's legal like when I would see people videotape when I was younger, I used to try to jump in front of the camera and go, hey, mom, <laughs> or like photo bombing or something. Now people will come up to you to get into your camera angle and tell you that they don't want to be filmed when they weren't on it. Or like in this, for instance, with these ladies, uh, it was the fact that they wanted me to give information I didn't have to give. And sometimes I uh, am a big reciprocator of energy. So like if someone comes up, and gives me like good energy. Hey, Miss Miss Brenda, for instance, same thing right back. How you doing, Miss Brenda? Thank you. Appreciate you very much. We're good. But these ladies were very rude and ignorant, so I tend to get very like uh, smart asses, and I can be uh, sometimes like quick with the responses, and I think it throws them off and kind of upsets them more, mm -hmm. uh, and doesn't allow them to like think rationally and be like, okay, wait a second, he's got a point. They're just like, how dare he say that to me? Right. They, so like I think they, they them off. Of authority and they don't like their authority being questioned. Yeah. Actually. Yeah. Um, yep. so, yeah. Um, don't, don't question that. So last week, actually, this is, I knew of you before I have watched your videos uh, before. And um, I think one of my buddies reached out to you to come to one of our, our libertarian meetings. Um, but I understand like you're busy and you're, it's oh, doing what you feel bad. Who was it? Uh, I think it was, it was Otto. Otto mm. Dassing. But anyway, I'm gonna have to go back and look for that. I feel bad now. So no, no, no worries. Sorry, man. Um, but uh, you know, uh, shit. What was I gonna say? You, you, you have these instances where it's it's so like obvious to the viewer that you're you're not doing anything wrong. That you're just pissing these people off by questioning their authority. And yep. um. You know, having done this for a while now, how long have you been doing it now? Uh, the first video I posted was in December of 2021, but I didn't really do like an audit until I'd say like mid-January. So what like what have you learned in in dealing with this? Like, what what have you learned as far as like that you could share with like the common person trying to, you know, get information from, you know, a local government or trying to just file paperwork or go about any business they may have to do with the government. Like what, what kind of advice would you have for those people that, you know, we saw it in the one video where, you know, and I think all of us, every single person has experienced this at some point where the government, like a government agency has you running in circles uh, whether it be like the MVA or, or, or police or the court system, that's running in circles, just getting nowhere. And you're doing all you're, you're trying to do their jobs for them. And they're just, you know, stonewalling you every step, step of the way. Like, what kind of advice do you have for people that like are trying to just deal with this and, and not trying to like get 
not trying to like get anything over on anybody, just trying to get them to do their jobs. Like what have you found is like the most successful way that you found these people to actually do their jobs? Um, the biggest thing I would say is I wear my heart on my sleeve. I'm definitely a pretty emotional person. So I allow myself to reciprocate that energy. And when they get excited, I maybe get a little too excited as well. Um, so the first thing I would give is to try to stay very like calm and level-headed. Uh, the dude Long Island Audit does a very good job of that. No matter what they do, he always just keeps the same like monotone. You know what I mean? He just keeps it chill. He doesn't allow them to like get him out of his uh, his character. So that would be the biggest thing is just to like always remember that if you get excited with them, it's going to want them to talk over you. And then you guys are going to keep getting excited. And then it's going to become like, a bigger issue. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, like you said, a, a lot of people do go in looking for that confrontation. She just don't go in like looking for that. I usually try to go in and film like the art installations. I tell people all the time, man, the, the early like Roman and Greek architecture columns mixed with the early uh, Louis Sullivan, like brick is beautiful. They have a lot of those over here on the East coast in the early States, like Virginia, Maryland, uh, Connecticut, so they're beautiful buildings, man. And they'll have great art installations by like a very like big name local artist or local schools will come in and put up like multiple little. And, and it's cool, man. I just love to go in and check it out, see the architecture. Uh, if it's like a crazy looking building, I love to look at it and like try to envision where the load management points are and how they design the building so that it could hold the weight in these crazy. You know what I mean? Right. So I just love looking for stuff like that. I usually don't try to like walk up the local government insurance trust dude from the video I posted, like swears that we walk in the door and go, hi, what's your name? How do you, what do you do here? And how much money do you make? And if you answer this wrong, you're going to be on YouTube tonight. <laughs> and really what he said. And I'm like, that's not it at all. I usually don't try to talk to anybody besides saying like, Hey, how you doing? Hey, what's going on boss? Da, da, da. Until they come up and talk to me. So uh, that's just like another thing is, like don't just don't like antagonize stuff you know what i mean like find find what works for you and find what like helps the message but also like is true to yourself uh like whatever you have a, a full conviction in your heart for and just be that you know what i mean don't don't allow yourself to get out of that character or be something you're not to try to instigate something just for like a situation right so um I guess my next question is: uh, You informed us you just got uh, you just got released, right? You're okay yes, sir. Yes, sir. This. So, uh, Calvert County, you said, uh, yes, right? the Calvert County Detention Center. Calvert County Detention Center. So, um, you know, to your legal ability, um, can you speak on kind of the lead up, like not just why you're there, right? But the lead up that got you to that point to where, um, you know, your your rights got taken away in the most you know extreme way by being you know locked in jail yeah um it was a, a video a few months back that i did that had led to an arrest um by a police department down there and it was just the ultimate results of a court trial that we had i have already filed an appeal uh so it's open and an active case so i do like i said you know i don't want to discuss too much of the things going on but it was uh just a uh past video that informed an arrest or included an arrest that this ended up being the uh, proceedings of the trial on. I was sentenced to 60 days 
suspend all but 20, three years unsupervised probation, and I asked for an appeal bond uh, instantly and was granted a $10,000 surety bond. So uh, if I understand this correctly, bonds are different than than like bail, right? Because like when you get arrested for bail, you only have to post like one, one or 10%. I can't. I can't remember which. So um, in Maryland, it's, it's a little weird. So they have things that are also called like unsecure bonds. So they'll give you like, let's say a $2,500 unsecure bond. That means you don't have to pay any money. They're going to release you basically on your own recognizance, but you're getting an unsecure bond with it. So if you do something, you can be forced to have to pay that money or that bond can be revoked and you'll have to sit in custody or see the commissioner again, da, da, da. Then they also have secure bonds where are you have to pay that money to get out. Now you can pay the full amount yourself up front. Like let's say the $2,500. If you have somebody put that up for you and you go to court, then you'll get the whole thing back. Uh, it, even if you lose the court case, as long as you show up to court and do what you need to do, your bond isn't revoked and uh, you'll get all of your money back. But you can also use a bail bondsman which will charge you a 10% of whatever the whole thing is. So you would only have to pay $250 to the bail bondsman to get out, but you won't get that money back at all. That is right. money invested in getting you out of jail. Right. Okay. I, uh, for a cheaper, you know what I mean? Yeah. So this, you're, what you do really like interests me because I've, I've been in the criminal justice system before Um one time I got picked up and my bail ended up being set at uh, $120,000 for a nonviolent crime. Um, Jesus. Yeah. yeah. And um, so I, we, I got a bail bondsman and paid the $1,200 and, and got out and I just had to show up to court. Right. So, yeah. um, so like the, like the audit thing has always been a very interesting thing to me. And like, Honestly, if, if I didn't have like a kid, I, it would probably be something that I'd be more inclined to do because uh, having been through like the criminal justice system myself um, and, and really kind of put through its its ringers and it's, you know, it's, it's a whole system. As you know, it, it's a horrible system and it's a, it's a system that's really, really hard to get out once you're in. Um, you know, I, I can't speak highly enough of what you auditors do. I mean, I know you kind of call yourself, no, you're not like an auditor in the sense that you go and instigate like a lot of these auditors, but you know, I have the utmost respect for y'all because, uh, man, that it takes some fucking balls to do what you guys do. And, and even just knowing that there's a possibility that somebody could misconstrue what you're doing or what you're saying and get you in legal trouble or get you arrested. Right. Is, it's it's insane that you know you can't even practice that's why you're an auditor you can't even practice your 1a or you know your first amendment rights without the threat of you know violence or you know whether it be some election judge throwing you against a wall or you know some corrupt sheriff deputy you know fucking throwing you in the back of his patrol car and, and shipping yep. you off to jail game over yeah i would say Okay, hold on. I just totally spaced out. What was the actual question that led up to uh, that? I don't think that was really the had ending. A question. I, Sorry. This is, I told Doug like... I was going to be a space case <laughs> at one point. This was it. I knew it was going to happen. <laughs> um, no, you're good. I didn't really have a question, I guess. It was just kind of responding to 
like the situation that you just got out of and my kind yeah. of relation to it and and how you know if you know how the criminal justice system works it's you you would even have more respect for like what you do um yeah in, in the fact that that is a constant threat every time you go all right i'm going to this county i'm going to this building and i'm just gonna just literally walk around and look at you know the plaques on the wall Check look at the out. architecture and and next thing you know some karen is freaking the, sh- the fuck out and they're you got six cops following you around yeah and then freaking. they find some bullshit reason to throw you in the back of their patrol car or or you know threaten you with violence or something like that um, threaten to arrest you or something yeah exactly um uh, so like how has and like not to get like too personal or anything and if you don't want to answer don't but like how has this whole you know endeavor like affected like your your personal life or like your professional life work life things like that like has it been have you seen it as like a net positive uh like as the like on the whole or you're like do you like are kind of like thinking about like I don't know how much long I can do this for like that kind of thing? If you don't want to answer, like you don't have to. I guess it's kind of both. Like you had said earlier, I don't really like want to consider myself like uh, an auditor per se. I like to think of myself as just like a dude who's just fighting for the fair and equal treatment of everybody. It happens to fall, and I was uh, graciously like accepted in by the auditing community when I started to post these videos, um, but like. Sorry, there was something on my keyboard. I just like, I don't know, man. It it definitely affects you like mentally and physically sometimes. It's very draining to always have to go out and deal with like such erratic behavior and knowing like, I know I'm going to this building and I'm not going to be doing anything wrong. Like you said, and I'm going to be civil and just check stuff out. But 98% of the time, someone Karen's going to freak out and call the cops. So it's definitely like very nerve wracking. Um, now, I am actually currently going through some medical treatments for a rare blood disorder that is classified as a form of cancer. I have polycythemia vera. Um, so I'm very limited to what I can do for long periods of time. So while I was stuck not being able to go to work a lot, it gave me something to do in the meantime. Uh, okay. Kind of go out. Now, I always had to go out and walk. So instead of just doing the same golf course walk for an hour, I would go out and try to walk these buildings for an hour. Check it out. The first couple ones were like at the BWI airport. They have beautiful stuff there. It's the Thurgood Marshall Airport. So they got a whole section on him. There's an aviation center upstairs. Downstairs is like a DNR. It's it's a very beautiful airport. And it's a pretty long walk with two levels. It takes about a, you know an hour if you're checking all this stuff out. Cool, I'll go check this out and film my experience here. Um, so that was kind of why I like gravitated towards videoing was to give me something to do and to kind of like help me out. So that's like a net positive, I would say, is it gives me something like constructive to do with my time. It's something I believe in. And it's also something that like I'm getting the exercise by walking around for at least an hour, sometimes an hour and a half. And it also negatively affects you because it's just mind boggling the shit you deal with sometimes and the things these people say and the situations you get into. Like I often look around and like think Ashton Kutcher is going to pop out at any minute <laughs> or like MTV Boiling Points is going to come out and go, oh, we got you. Because it's just it, sometimes it's it's so bizarre and unreal. But um, it, like everything in life, there's goods and there's bads. You know what I mean? You got to take the you got to take the goods with the bads and just ride the waves. Right. 
um, has anybody ever told you, uh, you know, they give you like more comp, like you give them confidence to kind of be more assertive with like public servants or, you know, government workers or anything like that? Yeah, people will often like email me or uh, comment on videos and stuff like that and be like, I appreciate what you do. You know, you giving me the courage to go looking into do even if they haven't started, they'll mention that they're looking into doing auditing and doing research on like statutes in their town and what's going on in their town and to try to get themselves prepared. Now, when I started auditing, I had like misused a few statutes and stuff like that in situations that I didn't understand fully because I hadn't read a hundred percent into the situation. So that was something I noticed when I would misspeak early on, I would make it a point to go and learn uh, what it was about that scenario that I did wrong and to learn the right statutes. So that way, if I ever get into a similar one, I know, and I'm not just disseminating like bad information or just being like, Oh, this statute. And it's like completely random. For instance, the Maryland trespassing is six dash four Oh nine. Oh, Mr. Dave, he's cool. That's actually a subscriber right now calling me who is a former lawyer here in Maryland. He's really cool. He owns a farm down in North Carolina. He was harvesting pig killer when I talked to him. But he always gives me like uh just like some help if I have some questions and stuff. He's cool as shit, man. My bad. I forgot where I was at when oh. he called. Um you were talking about like miss in the early stages, kind of misspeaking yeah. on statutes and stuff like that. Yeah. So the Maryland trespass statute is 6-409. Now, what they always try to like get me with is uh, section B, subsection 2, which says that uh, I'm considered to be trespassing if an authorized agent of the building asks me to leave and I don't. But they never acknowledge line 1. If you're going to charge me with line 2, then line 1 has to be considered. You can't just skip to what like makes your argument correct. And it says... If the surrounding circumstances would indicate to a reasonable person that the, that person has no apparent legal or lawful business or is acting in a manner disruptive and disorderly to the flow of business. And number two, so it doesn't say like or, or, or it says or for the first two. And so you have to be violating a part of one, either or. And somebody has to ask you to leave that as an authorized agent in order to be trespassed. The police can't be the ones to initiate a trespass and ask you to leave because they don't want you there. An authorized agent of the state would have to ask you in their presence or have already asked you and informed them that he's given you notice. And you would also have to have no lawful business or be disruptive. So, like, that was the biggest thing I needed to learn was the trespass statute because that's the one that they're always going to try to hit me with. So you'll see like in some videos, they'll go, what's the law of a violation of? Well, you're trespassing. Well, can you give me the statute? Oh, I don't know all the statutes. And then they'll get mad when I drop it on them. And I'm like, yeah, you can't do this, that, or that, or that. They're like, oh, shit. <laughs> so that actually saves a lot of the situations is just like knowing the basic statutes and laws and things uh, in your state, city, town, whatever it may be. So I would say like, uh, yeah. Um, has this like, has no, just, has uh, like knowing the law well kind of always been something, or I, I guess not even knowing the law well, but knowing your rights, has that always been, like just been something that has been uh, either like nope. ingrained in you or you're something you're passionate about? It wasn't until you did this. No. Yep. Not until they really fucked with me. Like, I was very uneducated on my rights 
the civil liberties that I have and like the way the law worked in Maryland. I was very ignorant to it, I'll say. And I just really didn't like have a sense to think about it because it wasn't something that I was like leaning towards. Of course, everyone told me since I was six, I should be a lawyer just because I always felt the need to like, if something was wrong or not right, I felt the need to stand up and speak out against it and to fight for that fair equality that I was speaking of. But never in a sense where I was like, oh, I'm going to go to law school or do this or I'm going to, you know, da, da, da. It, I just felt like the personality that I had of someone who isn't afraid to stand up when they see something that isn't right or is something that's wrong going on um, mixed well with the situation that I described when I first came on and how that happened to me. So I feel like it was just like a nice little uh, cluster of things going on that birth taco terry the auditor <laughs> um yeah go ahead scott yeah i was just gonna add you know i feel like when you do know the law well and can cite it it also gives you that confidence to you know to know what your rights are and stand up for them oh yeah yeah i didn't i didn't really know like anything about rights or any of that man i was just in the dark it, on it it also had a question like for the most part, when they're arresting you in these situations, it's always, just, is it almost always just a trespass violation? They ask you to leave for whatever reason they give. Yeah. That's always like what they'll originally start with. Now, uh, for instance, the one in Annapolis city here, they tried to get me with burglary in like the fourth degree because I broke into the building apparently, even though, uh, so the building had closed seven minutes before that. But I had been speaking to the police twice and was told by the police to wait on the stairs inside for them to arrive. So as we're sitting there waiting the seven minutes for the police to get there, I'm like accosted by a city employee. Him and I have words outside. And then as I go to step back into the lobby, the guard is standing there and tries to like he doesn't grab me, but he like kind of puts his hands up under me. So we're like mixed together. And it was just very weird. And they said, because I pushed my way back into the building that I committed fourth degree burglary. Uh, very weird. But they also charged me with, uh, it was either like misuse of a telephone or something because when they locked the door and didn't allow me to simply drop off a public information act request. And then the mayor who said he always has an open door locked it. And there was like whispers behind it. I called for a wellness check. I was very worried. He said he was open to have coffee anytime and his door was always open. Now every door is locked. People are whispering. I thought something was, it just seemed very ominous. So I just needed a, uh, a wellness check performed. So they sent somebody out and said to wait right there on the stairs. So that's what I did. I waited right by the front door. The cop came, he came inside, talked to them and then said, okay, you know, I'll go outside and talk to you. Cool. I stepped right outside. We had a convo. He felt no need to arrest me because he didn't feel any law was broken. Um, even though they had explained to him what had happened, I explained my side. He was like, okay, cool. If you want to file charters on the man for linking up with you or touching you or whatever, here's his information. I don't see any damages. I'm not going to file it, but we're all cool. See you later. And then like a month or so later, I had gotten a call from him that he had to file the charging documents since he was the officer that came out there. And he was like, I'm just asking you to meet up and sign the paperwork, brother. Like, I'm not trying to get into this whole thing with you. And he's actually a really good uh, officer. His name is Officer Urban here in Annapolis City. And he even told me, he was like, man, I, I've made probably like six to 800 arrests in my 20-year police career. And guess how many of them have been in the last five years? I'm like, oh, I don't know, 100? He goes, five. 
He goes, I don't like to arrest people if they haven't done anything wrong. And I like to look at the situation and try to be reasonable, but this is above me right now, man. And I, you know what I mean? It's not my call. I, I respect that. You know what I mean? I don't expect him to put his 20 year career where he could retire. You know what I mean? On the yeah, line. For he is just following orders. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I call myself a kid sometimes. I, I just like, I say a kid with a camera, so then I find myself saying it, but I'm actually 31. I need to stop saying that. But like, he doesn't know me. You know what I mean? I'm just some dude to him. So I don't expect him to like go to bat for me. But even then, he was still very nice, cordial. He's always cool when I see him. Um, very helpful and just a good member of the community. And it's like, we need more Officer Urbans out there for sure. But yeah, so that was a that was a weird one that led to one of the arrests. It was actually right here in Annapolis City. So um, like I was saying earlier, uh, last week, Doug and I, uh, we shared a clip of you, uh, Doug, what was, uh, what's the mayor down in, in your town? What What's his name? Uh, Mike Benton. Yeah. The Mike Benton uh, oh, episode. Um, <laughs> that, that made me laugh. His, so, I mean, I don't know if you can say this or not, but was the man drunk? Like what, like I am saying allegedly because I don't, want to defame anyone's character and i'm not qualified to make a medical diagnosis in any way shape or form but the signs that i saw would uh what's the word i was looking for earlier that i use uh lead you to believe yeah like lead a reasonable person to believe that he was under the influence yeah i was trying to think of how to lead into that so like (laughs) the surrounding circumstances would lead a reasonable person to believe that subject was under the influence of something now um i worked in the restaurant business for a long time um i was all the way up to a bartender so i have seen a lot of people drink alcohol um unfortunately in the restaurant business i've also seen a lot of people do other things and uh i will just say that in my opinion allegedly it was not alcohol okay yeah i noticed uh you know him like nodding off at some point. Yeah. And, uh, um. I I was in the restaurant industry myself for 14 years, so um, I've either seen it or partaken in plenty of things in that industry. So uh, I I think when you're in an industry like that, you you see it all, right? And you're yeah. you're a pretty good judge of character. You're you know like yeah, this guy's you know Someone's on this. Yeah, he's on this, or you can almost be specific he's about it. Like, right? He's on pills, or you know he. You know, that was my first thought. I was like, yeah. okay, he's on opiates or something. He's not right now. Right now. Right. Yeah, that, that, they, that was my first allegedly, thought, too. Allegedly. <laughs> allegedly. <laughs> this is all alleged. This is all allegedly. allegedly. Right. No, for um, me, it was uh, the, the big thing for me, like that from the initial onset of everything, this guy looks very surprised and flustered. Like oh, maybe he was. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and like he's very snappy, very like, but this, this, shook us down. Just go sit down. And then he tries the ultimate test for me was when he's trying to rip the bell off of. Oh, that's on there! And I'm thinking to myself, this dude's "What do you not want? We're helping right you. Now, give me everything you need." But have you though? Because you that, that, that's <laughs> that little scene right there was the best. When you go, "Oh, yeah. just keep ringing this," and he's like, "Oh no, no!" and tries to pull it off the, the yes. window frame. Yeah, that he's was. A, he's a character. Yeah, yeah, he is. Uh, yeah, no, though he was definitely on something, and I was just—I'll say it. I don't care, like, bro, you either on some bullshit or you're on some yeah. drugs. Which one is yeah. it? Yeah, 
You want something? It was, especially when he got so mad that I said that, he was like, I was like, no, my day starts very early and I do not drink and I do not do drugs. You got real defensive. Something's up there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, he could have some kind of medical problem too that, like, he could. So that's why I try to say allegedly, I don't want to, you know, I don't know his. His stuff. I just think his demeanor would. <laughs> I, the best for me was the uh, when he asked about the. He goes, "What is that?" I go, "A, a GoPro. It's a camera, buddy. It doesn't shoot bullets. Calm down. Bullets." He said, "Bullets. Is that okay?" And then he says later that he was like a marine, and it's like now you're scared. My camera's gonna shoot. Come on, Mister Mike. Yeah, that was that Come was on, pretty brother. special. That was pretty special. He was a character for sure. To be honest, like the first guy I spoke to, uh, I'm pretty sure his name was John. He was, or no, I, I introduced myself and said my friends sometimes call me John. He was very cool. I can't remember what his name was, Randy or something like that. He was cool. I was coloring. He came out. He was a little like weirded out, but he was never like rude or disrespectful. He never like tried to be authoritative. He was just like, oh, well, yeah, at least you're coloring good. We were mm-hmm. sitting there laughing and stuff. It wasn't until the lady freaked out upstairs that everything kind of took a weird turn. Yeah, I noticed that. It was just that everything kind of went sideways quick. Because yep. I, I see you coloring, and I was like, in my mind, I'm like, oh, I wanted to color on that. Like, so, they I mean, took that down. Yeah, I know. I was a little sad I'm about so that. so mad. I wanted to go back and finish the other leaf that was there. Yeah, exactly. It's just rude on so many levels, yep. really. I think that was a cool thing, a little group coloring. Yeah. So, so what was your um, initial business when you went to go uh, see Mr. Mike uh, Denton? I, had, I was at that restaurant, um, the Catch-22 restaurant, and it was there. So then as I was driving through North Beach, I drove right past the city hall, and I go, oh, man, that looks cool from the outside. It's not very, like, wide. It is two stories, but it does have, like, the columns in front. It's nice and yellow. It's colorful. Beach town. I said, oh, let me go check this out. Let me see what it's hitting for. It's a very small town, as you said. Like Chesapeake Beach and North Beach are very like small twin towns next to each other. So I'm like, let me go see what this is all about. So that yeah. just happened to leave me there. I wasn't even like that's honestly like one of the biggest things is I don't like sit at home and be like, all right, I'm gonna go to this place tomorrow. Like I'll just like on a whim be like, okay, when I'm going out auditing, be like where am I going to go? Like, I don't try to plan it out and have these places mapped out. I I know that I'm going to go audit somewhere. So then I'll go, okay, where haven't I been? Where's the County that I went to last? Or where was the, 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 the latest, like furthest back County that I went to that I haven't been to in the longest. And then I'll choose somewhere there that I haven't been. That is like, I might even like think of a store to go to up there. Like, okay, let me go check out or get food at this restaurant. So then I kind of make it like a, a group thing. Like while I go out there to do some personal business, I'll stop and check out the, uh, the city hall or like whatever it might be there, the, the civic center or the uh, office, the of law, whatever. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, do you have, uh, I mean, having been doing this for a little while now, um, do you have any kind of aspirations to like get involved like politically, like having no, no, not really. It's weird, man. I'm not a very like political person. Um, I will say that growing up, my household was very Republican. So I tend to lean more towards the Republican party. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think the two party system we have has like pros and cons on both sides. Um, 
I will definitely say that, and I made a Facebook post about it. Uh, I think the world is a scary place when the uh, Cheeto-faced racist guy is somehow the better presidential candidate than the person who's been in like politics for 60 years. Uh, (laughs) It's like, man, like what, what is the democratic party putting up that? You know what I mean? So I actually, uh, I don't know. I didn't think Trump really did a bad job. I think he had the economy doing quite well. I think things were great. I, was I think sometimes play. he says some dumb shit on Twitter and he's like too much of a celebrity and like a TV guy, but you know, I, mean, I, the best I think parts. he has the best interest. At <laughs> yeah, really. I mean, he's got some, some great video clips that I still, I, I'm not, I'm not a big Trump fan. Um, obviously I'm, I'm a libertarian, but um, I still, there's so many clips of his that I, I'm always sharing. Cause the dude was, he was fucking hilarious. Like so you, good. You cannot deny that that man was, had said some hilarious fucking shit and reality uh, TV literally from the president. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And it. it's, it's sound so bites, exciting. So many more sound bites and exciting. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Things were ultimately better. Do I agree with everything that he did? Absolutely not. No, but was were things better? Yes. Were things more interesting? Yes. Did yeah. he make me laugh on a semi regular basis? Yes, he did. <laughs> and, and you know, now now we got you know, child sniffer Joe Biden Brandon. in there. And <laughs> everything is the clips he gives us is when he falls off his bike or like trips <laughs> up the stairs or like right, messes exactly, up in his exactly. speech. He never says anything actually funny or like right. We're he laughing call at somebody him, rocket man him. to his face. Right, or it's like some <laughs> clip of him like sniffing some kid at like some. Event yeah, some I never shit. get that. Why does he like lean in on the girls and like smell their hair? What is up with old dudes and doing that? I don't know. I don't it's know. Old white dude syndrome, man. I know. It's really weird, and it's like, like Trump was so memeable that I think like. You know when somebody burns their tongue on something spicy, so they go back to eating just like bland everything, just like chicken and rice like yep. that's exactly biden to me, not it's for like, me yeah it's like the lowest energy like i i can't even describe like i fall asleep watching the man talk it's oh, terrible it's, so boring. it's terrible and you're right like for me like i think the two-party system is an absolute joke so for me is one of those at least entertain me you know what i mean yeah. like at least the world's burning at least let me laugh a little bit thank you deliver it in a way that i can enjoy it at least and get some exactly. humor out of it. and and the the memes were just unstoppable they, they were just that. absolutely i still use them to this day oh yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. to this I gotta, day <laughs> i want i got to get a soundboard together of stuff and there's a few gonna things huge. going on there gonna the be biggest huge, the greatest huge and be greatest the greatest biggest biggest ever <laughs> i may I mean, not do it i may not be doing it right now but yep. you know if the things right you know i might do it i don't know <laughs> yep i love it yeah i just feel like when fucking biden comes out he's just very like i said like monotone he's I'm a chef, chef. half the time he's like whispering you can't understand what he's saying it's like gibberish and i'm like yeah is this man having a stroke on live tv and why is no one saying anything to him he'll go from from whispering and then he'll get really loud for no oh, and yell yeah. for for no the weirdest fucking reasons. Yep. It's not even emphasis on like the right part of the sentence. Yes. <laughs> right, exactly. My favorite quote of his though was that uh black kids, Hispanic kids, it was like black kids, Hispanic kids, and and Asian kids can do just the same things that white people can. 
implying that they were that white people were more intelligent. Like so, yeah. And, <laughs> and they uh, do the same things we can. They yeah, probably are just as smart as white people. Yeah, I was like, hmm, <laughs> that's an interesting. <laughs> like, that's a way to that's a way to view the world, there, bud. Yeah, but I thought what was so funny is that like everybody had this view of Trump that he had all these racist tendencies, but you actually have quotes from Biden talking about he not wanting his kids to grow up in a racial jungle. Yep. And I was like, so this dude voted against gay marriage. This dude clearly believes in segregation, but yet he's your great white hope to stop. What did he say? He said, if you're if you're black and you don't vote for me, then you're racist. I think that's what he it's said. Like, okay. if, you ain't, if you don't vote for me, you ain't oh, yeah, black. Right. Like, you ain't black. It's like, like, bro, you're, you're, you're white, Joe. You're like, white. What just happened right there? It's it's complete old racist man. That's what it is. I mean, the guy was a racist, uh, uh, you know, almost a documented racist because he's been in office for so long. He was yeah. anti like gay marriage, and now he's like, you know, the super LGBTQ fucking superhero. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, dude, like, sure, people do change. But is a 78 year old, I don't know if he's how exactly old he is, but is it, you know, Probably. a 70 something year old man actually changing his mind or is he just saying shit to get, you know, the support? Like, that's what I know. That's what scares me. And and that's what that's what weirds me. And, and, and that's yep. what I don't get. Like, if you if Biden was like consistently like consistent about these things, like his at least the majority of his career, not just like since he decided to run for president or or, you know, maybe his like second term as vice president. Then it'd be like, OK, it would be a little bit. More, but this dude has a history of being a fucking racist, being you know, anti-gay marriage, and it's it, – but the pe- people the, – the Democrats just fucking suck it, it right up. up. It's insane. It up. It's, it's completely and utterly insane, and it makes no sense to me. Um, And, like, that's – I ran for office uh, last year, and I, I ran against a Republican. We didn't have any uh, – d- the Democrat dropped out. So it was me, a Libertarian, against a, a 16-year incumbent Republican. And – uh he wanted to have a sit down with me to see how serious I was about running because, you know, libertarians, sometimes they just put their name on the ballot. They don't actually run a campaign. So he wanted to sit down and, uh, you know, have a talk. So we did. And he brought up my my criminal record, which it, it's nothing insane. It's nonviolent, non you know, there's no victim in any of these crimes. Um Oh, don't worry look. about it. Mine's like mine's like three pages long. No, yeah, there's no yeah. violent convictions on there. Don't worry, but it's right. a, it's a long one. So right, it's and that you know people just see that you have have a rap sheet and they're like, oh, you know, but no, I didn't fucking hurt anybody at all. Um, yes, yeah, seventy percent of mine's like marijuana things before it became a citation. So we get arrested right. with like a that, That's two of mine were 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 marijuana convictions. Yeah. Um, or not convictions. It's because I got PBJ. But anyway, so yeah. he threatened to bring up my criminal record. And I was like, dude, you have 16 years in a voting history in the state Senate. Like, and I, this is what I said to him. I was like, you can bring that up, but you have 16 years of voting, voting history in the state Senate. Like, I, let's see what people think is actually worse. Me yeah. getting a couple of weed charges or you like voting on all this shit. One of them being like, you know, pro, you know, lockdowns, you know, yeah. keeping people non-essential workers from working and shit like that. Let, let's see what's worse. And that's the kind of same situation. Like, 
okay, you can you can talk this shit, but let's be honest, you have this you set yourself up with this long history, and let's just see what people think is worse. I mean, luckily for Biden, you know, the majority of Americans are just you know short-sighted and and short-term memory and and you know kind of retarded half the time and they (laughs) they can't really like think things through or look back in history or even understand or know history so it worked out in his favor but you know when you're running for office like i was you kind of bring this up to people as you're talking to them like oh yeah he did do that or he did you know and then next thing you know you got somebody that's on your side and not his just you know yeah so it's it's that didn't mean to go on a tangent, but uh, no, you're good. It, it, you're it, right. It, a lot of those things aren't like publicized either. People don't know until someone like you or somebody in general just like brings it out and points out, like, well, wait a minute, hold on now. Weren't you didn't you do that? I'd rather have a dude smoke a doobie and run the city or whatever the way it's supposed to be done than just to have someone who votes for like radical or just like you know what I mean. Things that yeah, are or, or doesn't even like put up a fight. Like, you, yeah, you know how it is in this state. You know, it's yep. mostly Democrats. So Republicans don't really have that much of a say. Yeah. But if you do, oh, especially here a, in Annapolis. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And if yep. you do have a say as a Republican, then actually like stand up for something like stand up for something like don't just fold over like, oh, we're not going to win it. Yeah, like at least go. like take like give them a fight instead of. Yeah, just saying the voting no on a bill or something like that. At least come up with a good fucking argument, and and you know because there are people out there that watch the you know the live streams of these sessions and things like that. Like, oh yeah, grow a fucking set of balls and actually you know represent the people that voted for you instead yeah. of just rolling over and saying we can't win anyway. So I'm just here collecting a paycheck on yep. top of being a fucking engineer for Northrop Grumman. Yep. Dude, I, my local mayor is from New Zealand and uh, can't even be bothered to comb his hair at the live stream city meetings. I can't uh, stand that fucking guy. When I see something like that, I'm like, you don't even care about how you look to your citizens. How are they supposed to think that you give anything about them? You don't like answer their questions. You're not engaged. Okay, thank you. Thank you for your time. And his hair is like six different directions. I'm like, <laughs> you don't even care about yourself. Dude, you're not in Australia anymore. Fucking yeah, do like, your hair a little bit. Just a comb. Yeah, how does someone else not be like, bro? <laughs> you know, dog, your hair is fucking. <laughs> you got a tsunami in the back of your head right now, bro. Come on. It offends me because you know if I had some. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're like, damn. I would definitely style it and not just let it sit like that. He's, right. He's a character too, man. Like, I mean, like you said, he'll do some like just outlandish shit that isn't good for the city at all. A couple years ago, he had spent. I think it was like a million dollars. I don't know if it was a million just building it or a million to build it and then rip it up a few months later. But on the cobblestone streets here on Main Street, it's already very skinny. So if a car's parked on both sides, only one car fits down the street, uh, a one-way thing. He builds a giant wooden bike path that's like five or six feet uh, wide, taking up part of the sidewalk too and like the parking spaces on one of the sides. Spends all this money doing it, even though people – Voted against it, said it wasn't a good idea. No one wanted it. He builds this bike path and a couple months later has to rip it all up. So not only is that expensive construction, but it's on top of historic cobblestone streets. So it can't just be done by anybody. Like your average like jack of all trades can't go out there and install this because it has to be worked on by like a masonry professional because it's a historic district. So I, it's like, why? How do y'all not care that he sits there and wastes millions of dollars just like 
going, oh, I know, but we should have it. I know you said we shouldn't, but but I think we should. So we're going to have it. Well, yeah, I mean, look at us in Anne Arundel County. I mean, uh, up until recently, Doug was also in Arundel County, but Scott and I are also AA. And, uh, you know, look at, oh, Stuart, yeah. look, at the, look at the shit what Stuart Pittman's doing. I do. You know, it's, it's, it's insane the amount of money that he's spending on um, – and I, and I hear stories of, of him buying farmland from – we're not buying it, but the county will pay these farmers to not de- like do anything yeah. to the no, land that they have. To destroy it, your crops, right? For, pay for, you per acre, and you know, in the name of of of, of uh, uh, environmental control, or you know, yeah. you know, global warming, whatever the fuck you want to call it, in so, the name of creating a, a food shortage, right? Exactly, but it, it's it's an equitable green space for everybody. Yep, yeah. Farmers were being offered more money. To destroy their crops than they would if they harvested and went through the whole process of selling it. So it's like, to them, who wouldn't do that? Who wouldn't just go cut that oh, shit yeah. down and burn it for more money? It's common sense, but then like, and yep. I don't blame the farmers for doing it. But then, but as a taxpayer, I get pissed off that yeah. our our you know county government even fucking thought this was a good idea and then followed through with it, followed through with it, and now you know you have. Local farmers that aren't farming, even though Stewie Pittman says that his he comes from a farm, right? Oh, He's I've been farming. there. Yep. Yeah. You got like it's a horse farm. I helped yeah. my buddy install a ballast up there in the oh uh, yeah one of the barns. Yep. It's like yeah. five hundred acres or something, isn't it's it? Massive, dude. Yeah. Where where's the the public access to his farmland for equitable green space? Yep. There's not. Dude, That's nothing. even weirder for someone that comes from a farm that you would like be engaged in destroying what was like. You know what I mean? Like your upbringing, your family's like legacy. Yeah, it, it's. Uh, we could go. I could go on for a yep, long time. I know it's, it's a weird one. That's, that's funny you said that. I've literally been to that farm before. Yeah, that's wild. One time. That's, that's wild. They do have a big Stuart Pittman sign as you like come down the hill too on the first barn. It's like really Stuart Pittman, county executive, like that red oh, and blue man. one. You know that yeah. one I'm talking about. Yeah. Oh fuck that guy! Yep. I can't stand that guy. I know, man. Um, I, we had our, uh, our libertarian Lieutenant governor, uh, she knows him like, like on a somewhat personal level. Oh yeah. What's her name now? What's the new one's name? Who? The, the, the uh, chick. Cause it's oh. Westmore. And then the Lieutenant governor is, uh, I know I just, I did this I, the I, other I, dude, day. I, man. Can, I cannot remember her yep. name. I had but to it look was, it up the other day. It was our, uh, our libertarian Lieutenant governor candidate, uh, ran into him at, uh, the Anaheim County fair last year. Okay. And they like kind of like knew each other from just being really in Anne Arundel their entire lives, whatever. And she she is a, such a nice person, calm headed, you know, cool, collective, whatever. And she can't stand like she can stand him to the point where she can talk to him, but just knows that he is just completely not the person that he was like raised to be. And that he's completely turned his back on the farming yep. community in, in Anne Arundel County, especially like southern Anne Arundel County. It, yeah, dude, it's all about fucking money. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So we could we, I could talk about this for a long dude, time. The first city council meeting I went down here, the agenda was about how the mayor had been parking his personal boat at the end of this dock that can only allow like 12 foot dinghies, but it's a 15 foot boat and they just weren't ticketing him and allowing him to do it and get away with it. And a Harbor master employee 
ticketed him. So it caused this big thing because then they wanted to deputize his personal boat as city property. Therefore, he could park it wherever he wanted and not be fined just so that he didn't have to travel like uh, it literally was like 30 or 40 feet. It wasn't like it was like I got to go all the way down the street to get to my boat now. Like it was literally a, an extra two minute walk. And he's just like, no, I'm just going to park it down here so someone else can't use the spot. Crikey. Yep. I know. <laughs> yeah. I use, use that voice now every time he talks because I like, watch the videos <laughs> and I'm like, God, it just infuriates me. Dude, he, he think he thinks he's such hot shit. Dude. I know. It's, I, I can't. I, he's him when he, I, I watched some of him and Stuart Pittman were you know, like doing something together. Yeah, it was something about like storm drains and somehow it was a while back too. Yeah, not that not yeah. that long ago. It was some. It was somehow these storm drains like made things more equitable. I I don't know how, but uh, having seeing those two douchebags together, <laughs> it was just it, it was fucking. Yep, pissing me off. Yeah, I didn't even have to turn the volume up. Just seeing them next to each other was pissing me off. Yeah. Um. So, uh, Doug Scott, you guys got any more questions for uh for our buddy Terrence here? I think I'm good. Good. You guys all good? I'm sure I'll think of twenty as soon as we get off. Here. <laughs> I know right? <laughs> it works. Um, yeah. Terrence, would you like to uh come back on sometime? I don't know. Yeah, dude, absolutely. This is fun. Months or something. Really yeah, cool. Hell yeah. Um, maybe, may, yeah, like maybe it. we can link up sometime. Um, I'm in Pasadena, so I, okay. I don't know where exactly where you are, but uh, I'm down yeah. in Annapolis City now. But I grew up in Arnold, so okay, cool. very familiar with like the Severna Park, Glen Burnie, Pasadena area. All right, sweet. We'll have to link up sometime and yeah, hang dude, out and chat and stuff. But um, yeah, I'd love to have you back on. You know, okay, get, let you put out a couple more videos. Let you get what you're going through right now kind of fucking handled, so you can kind yeah. of you know relax. You know what I'm saying? But uh, yeah, yeah, I'd love to be back. Oh, cool. Hopefully, uh, I said I would love to be back. Hopefully, next time is not after I just got out of a nice little stay at the detention center. Yeah, man. And maybe I, I'm not I, so uh, space case and cadet yeah, right I, now. I I get it. You you get out of that. And how long how long were you were you in for? It's technically considered six days, but in hours wise, it would have been like uh, like a five and a quarter. Okay. But because of the periods, it was considered a six day stay towards my sentence. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. I've. Uh... I've I've done one weekend one time and that was enough and I don't yeah. ever plan on going back and yeah yep. you, you when you come out it, it, even just a couple days like, it's just it's like you're like what the fuck just happened to me like you know well, it's I, weird because is, you don't see any light in there like there's no fresh air there's no light and they just have fluorescent lights on a hundred percent all day so like dude when I came out of the fresh air I was like oh my god I can't even yeah. see like. It's like when your eyes have to adjust from like a dark room, the light comes on just in general. I was like, oh, the sun. <laughs> right. <It burns."> yep. <laughs> yeah. Not not fun. So um, yeah. let people know uh, where they can find you, where they can reach out to you and whatever. Okay. Uh, so my YouTube is uh, at Annapolis Audit or just Annapolis Audit. I also have a Facebook page. Um, I try to post everything that I post on YouTube either the same day or the day after on Facebook. Um, I also have like a Twitter and a uh, Instagram. I don't really post on there as much. I'm not uh, as active, but you can always reach out to me at annapolisaudit at gmail.com. I even encourage the, uh, the, the, the troll sipping the hatery to do it because they provide some funny <laughs> commentary. Hell yeah. Someone, someone will call me a racist. Someone will call me like an N-word lover. The same person, like in two <laughs> separate messages. And then somebody else will tell me that I think I'm uh, – I think I'm hot shit Corvette 
Corvette and something, blah, blah, blah. But I'm really just rubber ducky and electric scooter. I ain't shit. And I was like, <laughs> I just had to sit there and laugh at that. I was like, all right, touche. Touche. <laughs> the haters are the best entertainment. I'm yep, telling you right I love now. It, the man. hate views are just, you got to have ah, it, bro. I love it. Fuels me. Dude, when yes. the, the Fraud or the Troll channel was like, put a thing out, he put, he made like a, uh, I think it's like a Led Zeppelin video where he like, does a, a remix of the song and it's like me getting shoved into this wall by a, a county employee. So instead of like being another brick in the mold, it's like a, a, a frauditor in the wall or something. And he's like, yeah, I hope you guys really enjoyed this video. I spent eight hours editing this and da 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 and like says how long it took. And it's the shittiest project. I laughed so hard. I promoted on one of my live streams. I'm like, y'all go check this out. Look at this shit. This man spent eight hours doing this and it sucks. I live rent free in his head and I love it. I own retail space in that big dome of his and it is the greatest feeling of my life. Hell yeah. Yes, love it. I love it, dude. That shit fuels me. I'd like they say some weird stuff on there that I guess they think it like upsets me or hurts my feelings. Dog, I love it. Yeah, hell yeah. Sometimes gotta, life is boring, so we need some awesome. entertainment. Cool. All right, yes. brother. Well, thanks yeah, for thanks coming for on. having me, guys. Yeah, man. Uh, we'll get you back on here in a couple months. Uh, you know, give us an update and maybe do like a seasonally uh uh Annapolis audit update or something. A little like appearance, that. yeah, yeah. Yeah, that'd be cool. Let's do. All I'll right, uh, email me and I'll, or I'll give Doug my phone number so you guys can reach out to me if you need to like actually. All right, cool, man. You want to and, link uh, up we'll, or anything. we'll have to link up sometime. Awesome, brother. All, All right, man. Appreciate it. Appreciate you guys. Thank you. Have a good one.